Howdy, folks. Saxy Maxie here. Homies, it's time to talk about the Backdoor Cover Book Club. Y'all want to see the other nuts bets and even parlays that our Backdoor Boys bet? Have you ever wondered how these homies make up for their bad beats? Well, that's what the book club is for. By joining our Patreon for just $25 a month, you can see all the other wackadoodle bets we make on a daily basis. It's a private Discord server full of everything from Arches, CSGO, and Darts winners that'll make you sing 180 to Steve's flaming Hot Golf Picks and the Big Brain Phil Racing Picks, too. Head on over to thedgens.net or everyonehateswentz.com, and you, too, can put on your reading glasses and join us in the book club. And welcome to the Sunday edition of the Backdoor Cover Podcast. My name is Saxy Max, and today I'm joined by multiple men. First off, I've got a man who cemented himself in the Mount Rushmore of competitive eating handicappers. It's Egg Burger. Egg, how are you doing this morning? Hey, Sax, what's going on, brother? How you doing? Dude, hang it. Moving and grooving. We're up here in Glenwood Springs. I, you can't you can't quite see because of how blown out my image is here behind me, but uh, I have some beautiful mountains behind me, so I'm, I'm relaxing this morning. Yeah, I'm how about little, yourself? I'm a little jealous. I'm a little jealous about the mountain view, but yeah, I'm doing I'm doing all right hanging in, man. A little tired, but it, it sounds we like all you're a little are, worse right? for the wear this morning. Uh, yeah, it, it, sounds, yeah. It, it sounds like you had like a little rough go yesterday. What ha- what happened? Did you have some uh, food poisoning? What's going on? That's that's what it seems like. Me and my wife got a little food poisoning from a from a restaurant I shall not name. But, okay, uh, okay, yes. <laughs> An entity. Well, actually, here's the thing: we're trying to get sponsored, so well, maybe you should name the entity until they pay us to not name them. Well, okay. <laughs> it was it was Cheesecake Factory. Okay, there we go. See, exactly. This is what we do. We call them out. We call them out. Yeah. And listen, Cheesecake Factory's got that Cheesecake Factory money. It's like you know, like yeah. fifteen dollars yeah. a dish at least, right? Out of there. You know, uh, probably eighteen to twenty probably is your minimum. Man, it's been it, this is my my face is 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 in shock because it's been that many years since I've been to the factory that uh, the inflation yeah. has risen so much. My goodness. Well, have you uh, tried to boot up Baldur's Gate three on the Steam Deck at all this week? Anything going on with that? You know, Bal- Baldur's Gate three is the talk of the town right now, but it doesn't seem like it's my type of game. So I have I okay, have not too much. I have not. Bo- <laughs> I have not booted it up. Uh, I actually been playing. Uh, I just finished playing Assassin's Creed Rogue okay. on on the Xbox. Um, I'm a big Assassin's Creed guy. When that one came out, it was uh, it was only on Xbox 360, and I had the Xbox One by that point. So I just and eventually did the remaster, and it was it was a good time. If you like Assassin's Creed, it was like a sequel to Assassin's Creed Four Black Flag, which is my favorite one. I see. Um, but it was a good time. And I've been playing this uh, Disney Metroidvania game on uh, on Switch, which is is actually it's, it's fun. It's a good listen, game. I, I listen when, whenever you bring in something that I have stock holdings in Egg Burger, I just feel good about <laughs> myself. So you you've hit like you've hit multiple things here. But before we go any further, I've got to welcome to the Sunday Show for the first time ever ever the Egg Brother. It's Uncle Beans. <laughs> Uncle Beans. What's Uncle okay. Beans? Uncle Beans, what's going on? What's what's the best gift you've gotten for Egg's offspring? That's the first question I want to ask you on this podcast. What's the best gift you've gotten for for, for Egg's kids? Because you're his brother, you know. Oh shoot, man! You remember what I got her for the first birthday? Ken's. Oh, I got her that little playset, right? The one she was tummy time, laying down. Oh that yeah, was it. yeah, that was great. That was great. that was the she best one. Okay, I, I don't have children. I'm a jazz musician. I'm I, I I pretty much can't afford children, so I don't understand any of what you guys said. That was pretty much gibberish to me. What was it? What, so, what is it? So essentially, when you got a child, you want to lay it down on the ground, try to get it all coordinated. It's called tummy time when you lay it down. So okay. I got her this mat that she could uh, lay down on, kind of like play with the little games up top, and eventually like start to roll over. Oh, nice, nice. That sounds. That's a listen. That's that sounds like a deeply perfect brother for other brother gift. I my I have a sister who is having a child in like a month and a half, and I'm a little bit at a place where like I don't quite know what to do. Like I'm I'm the older brother, and I have not had children because uh, I I like to think of that as like a great financial decision for myself. Um, that's that's kind of the way that I approach it. Um, uh, Beans, are you going to have kids? Are you going to follow your brother's steps, or are, are you going to have kids? 
hey man, if the time comes, the time comes. But as of right now, ain't paying for that. Got it, got it. It's it's just it's just Uncle Beans for now, not Daddy. It's Uncle Beans. Uncle got Beans. It. I mean, I've heard Daddy Beans a couple times, but okay, right, not from the children though. Got it. <laughs> but, yeah. Just there. just from the egg. Right. Okay. Whoa. Okay. Wowza. Uh, okay. So beans. Now I've, I've heard that uh, both you and egg are uh, Cowboys apologists, uh, Phillies apologists, etc. How is, how is your spring been as a, as a fan of the Phillies? Have, uh, are, are the Phillies going to make the playoffs this year? What's, what's the word? Uh, looking at it now, you know, they're at the point of the season where every single game is a playoff game. Uh, obviously, that wild card spot's pretty hot. But if we can get into September with a home playoff game for the wild card, I'd be pretty ecstatic. Uh, looking good. They got the second best record in baseball over, I think it was like the last 60 games, second best to the Braves. So um, love and life. Wake up. You know, I get ready for my night shift. I see the Phillies took a dub at the one o'clock game. Couldn't be a better way to start my day. I see. See, okay. And when does your day start? Because you said you're 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 working like graveyard, basically. So what? what when when does when does your shift start? Like, and uh, uh, it, and is it before the game ends, or is it like as the game's ending? So if they play around like one o'clock, I think they got those weird start times now, like one thirty-five or something. Um, sometimes one forty-seven, whatever that means. But uh, usually I wake up around one thirty. Um, I head to the gym, get my lift in. By the time I get back driving home, I get the update from ESPN that says the game's over, and I'm just like, missed the game. Um, it's fully missed. It's fully missed. It is It is nice, though, because there's a lot of the times I'll either write when I get to work or, like, right when I get home and I'm about to take off. They got that condensed game up on MLB TV, and I can just mm-hmm. catch everything I need to see. See, that's uh, healthy. So, yeah, so that's how I've been catching my fills, that seven-minute recap. There you go. That's that's you know that's not a bad way to do it. Now, Egg, I gotta ask you: are, Have you been watching the Phils lately? And how are you feeling? Are you feeling yeah. the same? Are you? Is it? Is I mean, it looks like it looks like the 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 Phillies are pretty much like cemented into the top wild card spot at this point. They're they're in a pretty good position right now. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't say cemented yet because we've all seen worse collapses. But but they're they're in great they're in great shape. Um, yeah, I watch. I wouldn't say I watch every game, but um, I watch probably 80% of the games. Um, this this new 640 start times got me all screwed up. By the time I read, you know, I missed the first right. three innings and I, I turned it on. I don't, I don't know what the 640 is all about, but uh, yeah, they're uh, they're I'm feeling good. Um, I think, I think they got the team to make, make a, a nice run. They got, mm-hmm. I was saying they got two, they got three really good, uh, uh, trade deadline acquisitions. Uh, Michael Lorenzen threw no hitter the other day, and then yeah. uh, Trey Turner and, and Kyle Schwarber. <laughs> they, there you they go. Both, they both started to hit, and it's just like it's like we just picked them up. See, and that's you know that's the thing in baseball. It's so streaky at times. It can be it can be so streaky where uh, a team that catches on and hits at the right time can 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 really make it work. And that was sort of the uh, the last year's playoff Phillies, right? They uh, they kind of hit at the right time. They were they were they were peaking at the right time, if you will. Do you think that uh, they are peaking right now, or do you think that they are uh, yet to peak that team and that they have? you know, length to run in the playoffs. Because honestly, the Phillies have been a sleeping giant this entire year that we have been uh, trying to handicap as such. And it's been very difficult. Uh, it, it's, it's been really difficult to look at that team thinking, uh, you know, where they're at. So are, are they about to be what we expect them to be? Are they, are they uh, almost going to hit our expectations here real soon? Or are they, uh, you know, still needing some time to ferment? I, I think they're, they're right there. They, uh, like Bean said, they got the best record, second best record over the last 60, 60 games. I think they're 40 and 20. Uh, you got it. That's 10. And uh, they, the offense is, is finally starting to come together. The pitching's been good. The bullpen's figured it out. Um, I think they're, they're ready to, to take off. And, you know, I would, I wouldn't mind on a, a sprinkle on the Phillies to take the, take the division. Oh, really? You think, you think they have as much to do that? Beans, do you feel the same way? Hey, you know, said it perfectly not too long ago. We've seen crazier collapses than uh, that lead that the Braves have. So that, I wouldn't be shocked either. But I, mean, uh, uh, I do the, agree. Sorry, you go ahead. 
Sorry, I was going to just say the Braves are uh, 10 games ahead. So we got 10 games that we have to move in the opposite direction. Listen, it's happened. It's happened. But 10 games is, is seems like a lot, right? Hey, I mean, yeah. we saw what happened in 2007, right? This is true. This is <laughs> true. Right, this Mets. is true. We were, we were all alive for that. <laughs> the Mets had a seven-game lead with, oh. with 17 games left, and the Phillies took them down. That's right. That's right. Well, listen, Beans. Beans, how old were you when that happened in two thousand seven? Were you? Were, were, I was. I was seven years old. Easy math on okay. that one. Okay, easy math on that one. God, <laughs> this is, uh, Beans. Uh, we haven't we haven't said this for the podcast audience, but Beans, you are easily the youngest person that's ever uh, worked with this podcast at all. You're you're you know obviously like you work for uh the owner of x basically like i mean this is this is this is this is how much like you know you are uh lowering the average age of this podcast host right now <laughs> it's beautiful it's beautiful man well y'all know every sunday i check in with the backdoor gents about how their week's been going what they're seeing what they're looking to do in the next week and what they like today so egg brothers We've had a bunch of preseason NFL games, and so far, uh, you know, the regular season, it basically feels like it's right upon us. I know y'all are both Cowboys apologists, so I want to get your take on the division and your teams. So uh, starting with Egg, like, what's the floor of the Cowboys this year? The floor, uh, I would say 9, 10 wins is probably the floor. You think so? Is that Beans, do you feel the same? Do you feel like there's a, there's a, a lower low that could be had in that division. Hey, I know we got that extra game now. I lived through a lot of eight and eight and we've done it with worse teams. So <laughs> got to agree exactly. with that. Exactly. So we believe we believe that the Cowboys are beyond an eight and eight team. They 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 are they are maybe double digits in their in their wins, uh like almost in their floor. Is that is that is that what you guys are thinking? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, are, are the Cowboys winning the division this year? And uh, is, is it is it basically win the di- the division or McCarthy? What's the thought? Um, probably. I I wouldn't be surprised if McCarthy doesn't make it through the season. Um, but for some really? reason, Jerry Jerry's keeping him around. It's it's hard to fire a guy if you're winning. But yeah, I I think if they don't if they don't make it to the NFC Championship, I think he's he's gone. Really, um, that I, far. I do think that you know the usually usually the Super Bowl loser takes a step back historically uh, over the years. A lot of times they don't even make the playoffs. Um, right. I'm not I'm not saying the Eagles won't make the playoffs, but I'm just historically that happens a lot. Um, I think I think the Cowboys could win a division. Um, I'm not saying they will. I think if you're going to bet it, the Cowboys are probably the better bet because um, the way the the Eagles are just huge favorites, but. Yeah, I think I think they can take it, but you know we just got to get into the tournament, and that's it. You, you know, well, and that's that's a very valuable point is you have to kind of value you can. So if if the value is at uh, you know not on, um, uh, for instance, right now the Cowboys, then you can't take that. Like you can't just like run into that. Uh, although I'll be honest, I was we were watching the uh, the Cowboys Homer version of of, of the game here uh, in Glenwood Springs just earlier yesterday, and uh, Deuce Vaughn. I don't know if you saw he got he got some action in there. There's there's a, they, they always talk about the Deuce porn when uh, he's out there because <laughs> it's honestly it's 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 crazy to see a person of that size uh, moving out there. It's, it feel it feels like like it's just like one of us. It's just like, yeah. he's, he's a guy like one of us. He, like if, if, if only we could be that fast. Now beans, do you feel the same way about the Cowboys this upcoming season? Uh, you know, uh, top and eight and eight, if they were going nine and seven, that is better than eight and eight. I do have to say that. Um, that being said though, um, the, what we touched about with McCarthy, it's kind of cutthroat thinking about it now, you know, the Cowboys went 12 and five last season. And uh, Egg said it himself, you know, it's kind of hard to fire a guy if you're winning. But if you look at what we've done in the playoffs the last few years and like there's always that one bonehead play that we look back on as Cowboys fans. And we're just like, man, how did we let that happen? I mean, Egg, you remember that last play of the uh, division series, division game? Against against the 49ers uh, when uh, when Zeke was the center. It's always something. (laughs) See, okay, see, okay. I'm glad. I'm glad you brought that up because that that reminds me of like the Indianapolis. What was the Indianapolis play where that was like the against, same thing? Where it was the like, 
against the Pats. Exactly where mm-hmm. they yeah. line up like the they, they show up with a kicker like or they they huddle with a kicker or something like that, and then they break out into this weird ass formation that just it. Listen. I'm I'm not I'm not Bill Belichick. I'm not I'm not like a, an omega like next level like brain in in football. But listen, there's a reason why the lineup is the same. Like why people line up the same way. Like you put your fat people in the middle of the field. You put your fat people on the outside of the field, and then you have your person who can wing the ball to them like in the middle of the field, right behind the fat people. That's the way it goes. That's, this is, this is like pretty much how football goes. Like you you can't do what they did that lining up for a play like that sets you up for failure. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's going to go down as as probably Zeke's last play as a cowboy. And he was the center and he just got Uh, ran over. uh, God, that's, that's, that's brutal. I mean, like for, for, for Zeke's career to end in Dallas like that, uh, to, to, to go from, um, like jumping in, uh, the Salvation Army bucket to, uh, ending his career at, with, with the Cowboys in that way. Oof. That's, that's like, that's like the biggest oof I can think of. I can think of. I'm, I'm looking right now to see what the odds are, uh, in, in, in the NFC South here. Or sorry. Oh my God. The NFC East. It's, it looks like the Dallas Cowboys are plus one ninety to win their division. And I'm, I like. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't checked my odds to other places. Obviously, they have to play with Philly. Uh, with Philly, which is the tough part. Do you think they have a chance to win the division, or do you think that you would rather bet a team like that to make the playoffs? Um, I definitely think they they can make the division or win the division um, to make the playoffs. What that's probably minus odds on that. So if I were to bet a future on them, I would probably either bet them over wins, which is probably like 10 and a half, or to win a division. Yeah, it's it, it's looking like 10 and a half is the number. Uh, Beans, are you feeling the same way that, uh, you know, like with, with that comfort on betting the Cowboys to uh, make it over 10 and a half? Uh, I feel like that's probably the most reasonable way to approach betting the Cowboys on a season-long basis. Yeah, obviously hitting the wins like that uh, – Considering what we think the floor is, I think that would be a safe option. Um, but, you know, coming from me and seeing the collapses we've seen over the years, I'd be much more comfortable putting them in a spot of um, just making the playoffs. Got it. Well, if you want to take the Cowboys to lose in the wild card round, it is plus 275. I'm just saying. <laughs> so you can you can check both boxes of making the playoffs, but then also being heartbroken, which is – so this is – that's like – this is these are the kind of bets right now that we make that me as a Minnesota Vikings fan – you know, like I can eat on these. This is this is what is going to pay my bills for the next like you know few months. Like if if I had like a kicker to lose his career, you know, like I would take that bet. That's this is my where where, where my Minnesota Vikings put me in. Uh, uh. I, I have to ask you guys both as 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 a Cowboys apologist. You know, you guys uh, see the world through different colored glasses. I would say than than the rest of the NFL as folks who uh, root for the Cowboys. Because honestly, the way that the rest of the NFL suits itself, it it, it honestly uh, like sets up the Cowboys as the great like as as the team. And so, um, how do you view? Uh, I, I kind of want to get into y'all's heads about how y'all view other teams. So I'm gonna just like just quick. Like pick like some things that I like you know want want to do here. So, egg, what do you think about like uh, the Green Bay Packers? Like historically, historically as like a as like an organization, what do you think of the Green Bay Packers? Uh, top top notch, I would say. As okay. Historically, as an organization, they're they're up there for sure. You guys are it, it's Tiffany franchises recognizing Tiffany franchises right now is what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. They're they're they they got a great history. Um, they're usually a well well run organization. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're they're up there for sure. I mean, beans like this is this is a team in the same conference. Like, are, are we going to get any shit talk? I mean, like, look, they, they they are down. We can kick them. Like, come on. Hey, man, if we can kick the Packers, I tell everybody I talk to about football. Obviously, coming from where we grew up, down to South Jersey, dealing with all the Eagles fans, Eagles at the bottom of the list. But if I had to put a close second, it's the Packers. Really? Um, You know, just the catch, the sideline catch, it just always seemed to be something. And then Rodgers never closed the door that season. 
Uh, So all all the Cowboys tremendous seasons I've seen got ended in just some spectacular way by the Packers. Um, You know, now that I can see they might go through a little bit of a rebuilding phase, um, kind of puts a smile on my face. But that being said, they are the Packers and there are no rebuilding phases. Right, exactly. When you're when you're when you're a team like that, you you don't rebuild, you reload, right? Like that's exactly that's that's, that's the way it goes for those like uh, the, those Tiffany franchises, if you will. But it feels nice that they have like a question mark a little bit at quarterback for once, for the first time in like forever. Like, let's be real here. Like, listen, I'm I'm a Vikings fan, folks. I've had to deal with those fuckers in this division for forever. <laughs> it's been it's been unbelievable. Like, it's been it's been literally Brett Favre handoff to Aaron Rodgers is it can you imagine what what it feels like can you imagine what it's like to be the Lions who don't even like who have to play them every like year after year after year but then also are are trying a little bit less hard <laughs> it feels like than the Vikings if at least it feels like the Vikings are trying I'm just gonna say that it feels like the Vikings, <laughs> my Vikings are trying whereas like you know you look at the Lions like Oh my God! There are some years where it's like, nope, we're mailing it in this year. We're like full. We're this is this is full. Like I'm putting postage on on the letter right now. Like the, we're mailing it in. I I don't know. What what do you all think about uh, my NFC North? I want to I want to hear from y'all. Uh, what do you think about the NFC North? Uh, and and are the Vikings actually going to win it? Because I think that this is a division that has a lot of uh, value to be had from a betting perspective. Phil brought it up before that if you bet the Vikings to win the division, it is still a plus line. You can you can bet the Vikings to win the division on, and, and it's a plus line. I mean, is that actually value right now? Because I think there's a lot of like Vikings downers. Egg floor is open. <laughs> um, I I do think that the the Vikings should probably win the division. Um, the lines were pretty good last year too. They they showed showed a lot, but if I were to bet a team in that division, it, it would be the Vikings. Although, gotta say, man, I think Kirk Cousins sucks. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, the quarterback documentary or whatever on Netflix, it doesn't. It I don't think it necessarily helps Kirk Cousins because it makes him look like the most middle of the road like quarterback. It, it really it really like delivers him as like, oh, this is this is what uh, this is what ish a starter is. Welcome. Like, you know, yeah, I, I, I say it all the time. Like, if you're a fantasy guy, Kirk Cousins is a guy that you would want because what we sit, what I say is that he's he's a garbage time hero. Exactly, exactly. That's he, where he, he, scores, yeah. he gets you all the points when it doesn't matter for him. Yeah, when it doesn't matter for the team when they're down when they're down twenty points and late in the third quarter, that's when you know he'll, he's probably good for two touchdown passes the rest exactly. of the game there, and that's you get your fantasy points in. Well, here's the thing. I have I have a little bit of a secret bet that I've placed. It's it's not like the most secret bet, but it's 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 a bet that I I feel like reasonably confident in. But it's it's like it's it's one of. Do you guys ever have these where you have like a, a line that you really like? You like it so much, and 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 you don't want to let anyone else know almost how much you like. Like obviously, you let people know. We're we're in the book club. If you want to like get in on these lines, you get in on the book club. But like you have like a line that you just love so much that you're like, oh, this is like I have found my edge, and this is my edge. I'm hopping on it. Do you guys do you guys bet like that at all? Uh, Beans, start with you. Uh, any kind of sport you're uh, particularly pointing to, like football or MLB? Or... Oh no, no, no! Whenever, whenever you find a line or that you like, or whenever you find an edge that you like, like, are there specific edges that you find that you're like, oh man, like you know, like fourth quarter unders or things like that, like th- th- things that things that slap for you, you know? Oh, I am really big on live betting player props for NFL, especially yeah. like if. If I'm watching a Bills game and Stephon Diggs goes the first quarter without a catch and his line drops down to over 68 yards, then you bam, know Diggs is unit. You yep. know, you, you know Diggs is going hard that next, uh, yeah. that next quarter. Or the next I, I've been playing fantasy football since I was, I think, 10 or 11 years old, so over half my life. Um, so, I, I don't know, i kind of pretty good at picking up the trends and knowing what players are primed to have a good second quarter or third quarter. Uh, so when I have the time and I'm sitting down, I like watching those live player props and uh, just like big name stars that go without a catch in the first quarter. The books just love dropping it down. 
See, well, and and you never know what you're going to get out of that, though. Like that's that that is kind of smart that the books drop it down. But I I see where you're finding value in that, and that makes perfect sense because it's honestly it's a uh, uh, like it feels like live lines almost are where uh, the money is to be made nowadays, especially with uh, you know AI, etc. The way that lines are being built, it feels like the margins are even thinner than they ever were, the thinnest that they've ever been for us as sports betters. Egg, do you feel that uh, the margins are thinning on us? I do. I do th- feel like that for sure. That that our edge is is slipping away from us. So we got to find we got to find different ways to to beat the books. Uh, and like being said, that sometimes the live line is is the way to go because they you know they don't have as much time to develop that line as they you know did the pregame line. Exactly. And so they're, they're just relying on what they can make happen right in the moment. And guess what? They, they have to offer something to the betters. They have to offer something to us. But uh, we know that, uh, you know, what the next pitch is going to be a little bit. You can kind of a little bit, uh, what, what's the word, like uh, read the tea leaves on what that next bet is going to be. Uh, my, my secret bet that I was on that I really loved was first in the division for uh, – uh, the NFC North Vikings second. And this is, this one is the wild one is the bears, but taking Vikings <laughs> bears. I think that there's, here's the thing. I think that it's going to be a, an ugly division. It's going to be like a, like a three years ago, uh, NFC East where like all the teams go like nine and eight or eight, nine. You know what I mean? Like it's, I think there's going to be a lot of parody. And I think that, uh, that second spot is going to be something that can be had by a team that has like an explosive quarterback. When, when, when you look at the other teams in the division, let's be completely honest here. Like Jared Goff does not inspire confidence. You see, he does, he does not inspire confidence in the quarterback position, right? Like he, he doesn't, he doesn't make you feel like, Oh, this is, this is going to win. This is going to, this is going to go well. And here's the thing. If you bet Vikings to get first in the division, bears to get second, it's plus 1200 odds. That's, that's where I got it. So, I mean, like twelve to one. The secret crazy. is out. The secret is out. This that's like that's the like juice crazy. is on the table. This, listen, this is that. Does that sound like value to you guys? Because that sounds like value to me. That sounds like pretty all right. That's like I, I know that I'm betting on the Bears right now, which is probably like <laughs> kill me. But like for real, like that feels like it's probably the right bet, right? Yeah. So yeah. you uh, asked earlier. You um. You said, how's my NFC North looking? And um, I was thinking, I was going to say, don't sleep on those Bears. I know they only won a couple of games last year, but they got a lot of pieces back there that have been building. Um, I, I can see them winning a couple of games. Now, for me to sit here and say they're going to win nine games, man, that that's why we have those odds. Right, but, exactly. Um, this, is, this, yeah. is, this is why we take them to go second to the Vikings. We think the there Vikings you go. are better. Listen, do, we, do, do I have at least moral support here from the Egg Brothers? <laughs> yes, I you you have my support. So this is more of like <laughs> you're just fade, fading the the lines and Jared Goff here is is the play. And uh, really, I, I don't I don't I don't hate that. Um, Do you guys think there's going to be a big step back for the uh, the Lions this year? Uh, I, I mean, I know that they were kind of darlings ish last year, given the whole uh, uh, what was what's the what's that NFL show that they were on the hard knocks treatment. They, hard got, knocks. they got they got they got the full hard knocks treatment. So you know you get to like fall in love with the coach, fall in love with the quarterback, this and that, all those other positives. Like did did did, did you did y'all feel that? Uh, and, and and you feel like now it's time for the, the you know like the the line. To go like, mm. <laughs> well, they would they would have the harder schedule, uh, the way the NFL schedule is built. Um, That's true. I can I can see him taking a step back. At the I don't know the MC North North is tough, but if you're if you're getting yeah. twelve to one on that that exacta there, I don't hate it. I mean, it's just one and two. I just got to get one and two. That's it. Yes. Yeah, so so um, with the Lions there, actually, um, obviously they lost DeAndre Swift. Uh, didn't really get to see what he could do there. Obviously had a pretty good season last year, a little breakout action. Uh, but one line um, touching on some NFL futures that I like, David Montgomery with the oh. Lions this year. Oh, man, revenge in division, right? There you go. He's, so He's an ex-bear, right? There, you got it. So David Montgomery to rush for 750 plus yards is about even odds. And just to give you a little bit of preface about what he did, you know, with the Bears, obviously you saw him playing there, not always healthy, but that being said, has hit that mark every single season. So I think if he 
comes into the Lions and they really rely on him to move that rock, um, we could see another repeat 750 yards. I think I think we could get 750 out of David Montgomery. I think that's very positive. I uh, uh, I, I I was actually also I should say this. I was just gifted a, a brew snack here uh, <laughs> uh, live, which is uh, speaking to the fact that now I am not in a room uh, with folks who are sleeping, which makes me feel a lot better about podcasting. I, I, I will I will tell you guys. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever podcasted in a room uh, like with with with, with like family or things like that, or do, do you guys are you guys in like uh, your own like sequestered environment? Where? Yeah, I'm in, I'm in my basement right now by myself, by myself. The baby's sleeping. Yeah, and my, my wife's laying down because she's like I said, she's she's not feeling great either. So it's just just me. Well, I'm gonna tell you something. That baby can't deliver beer. That baby <laughs> is like this is this is the beauty of having roommates like i i i I love this so much uh beans are you do you have a roommate situation are you all alone in your uh uh, poster bedazzled uh background home man it kind of hurt the way you emphasize the word alone there but uh (laughs) yeah out here my uh i did not emphasize alone i did not emphasize alone i was not trying to emphasize (laughs) i apologize uh beans Yeah, uh, out here I got a one-bedroom apartment, got a beautiful view of a nice parking lot across the street uh, of waking up every day and staring at that asphalt. Um, (laughs) Yeah, but it's nice. Um, I I live. It's kind of like an upstairs one-bedroom apartment type deal where the landlord lives downstairs with his family. Uh, So it is Sunday morning right now. So when I try to get to bed after this, I'll just hear the kids running around. Oh, my God. You have to do it. Okay. Yeah, they they get the Sunday zoomies. Let me tell you. Oh my God! Listen, I I I have recently become a, a person who has cats in his life, and I know about the poop zooms, which I imagine is something that happens to kids too. I don't know. Like when you take a poop, you have to just like run after it for a while. I don't know. Like I I don't feel that as a human <laughs> quite, but I imagine that's that, that that's a, re- a regular feeling. Well, before before we go too far, it's time to talk about the book club real fast. Uh, the book club is our private Discord server, chock full of bets, memes, other sports-related stuff, including access to the Speedway Steve 2 picks. If you want to check out the book club and join some classy folks, we'll give you a one-time uh, three-day-for-free trial just to try it out. And after that, it's just 25 bucks a month. In addition to having a uh, group of homies to sweat through all of the major sports with, we've got all kinds of sharp folks who provide sage advice and analysis beyond the major sports, spilling into the fringe ones such as Aussie rules football, competitive hot dog eating, and even some Women's World Cup. Uh, all you have to do is head on over to backdoorcover.org or everyonehateswentz.com, and you can put on your gambling goggles and join us in the book club. Have you had uh, what is the thought on Carson Wentz here? I just want to get y'all's uh, ballpark opinion on Carson Wentz. I just, I, I kind of want to know. He's, he's a weird guy. It feels like. He, and, uh, I mean, his, his rookie year, he was awesome. Yeah. And then he, he, he tore his ACL and he came back and he's never been the same. I've been saying right. that it's like a uh, above the beard issue with him. But oh. at this point, at this point, it's been, it's been so long that he's been bad that I don't, maybe it's an ability issue. It's like it's below the waist almost. <laughs> yeah, he's – I saw a picture of him working out the other day. He had like an Eagles helmet on and oh a, red, a red skin – or sorry, Commander's uh, shirt and right. uh, Colt sh- shorts. And it was like one of those memes where yeah. it says to, you know, build – how to build the worst quarterback except it's all Carson Wentz. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's that's hilarious. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. I, I, I see that. I see that. You know, I also I also see all of those different things, and I also see how many paychecks he cashed with all those different uh, – with all those different outfits he has, with all those different things. You know what? Like, anyone can believe in Carson Wentz. That's what it feels like at this point. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Beans, what do you think about the Carson Wentz uh, you know, bandwagon? You know, Carson Wentz, I was a big believer on his comeback story, but then after seeing the way he performed the last season, last two seasons, I'm just, I'm out. Um, sold all my stock there. As a matter of fact, I opened up a short position. Okay, um, okay. Wow. You, I, 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 didn't, I didn't realize we could short quarterbacks uh, like that, but, you know, I, I'm into it. Yeah. Um, funny story about Carson Wentz, though, because uh, when he was, that time he was in Philadelphia, he bought this property on North Wildwood Boulevard. 
And me and my boys after baseball practice, we used to drive down into Wildwood, um, hit wing night every Tuesday night, and we would drive by the house. And every month it, it wasn't really like moving with the production. It would get built a little bit and everybody knew that was Carson Wentz's house because it was big news that he bought a house in North Wildwood. And then uh, ne- never finished getting built. And then all of a sudden he got injured and he was on another team. Yeah. Um, so I bet I bet you if I went down there today, the house is still just not finished. You know, that speaks that sounds like his career work in progress. You know, like it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a work in progress right here. That's that's what it is. Well, all right. Uh, now that I've gotten y'all's uh, deep Carson Wentz thoughts uh, and we've gotten that out of us. Let's talk about our bets for today. What do you guys like today? What are you guys looking at today? I got some some baseball bets for you here. Bring Saxy. it. Bring it, Egg. What I, I I know we don't want to cross arch. That's you know that's like sacrilege here. But uh, what are what, what are the bets this morning? All right. So I like I told you before I'm a big prop guy. So one I like today is uh, Freddie Peralta against the White Sox over seventeen and a half half outs. So you just got to go six innings. Um, this minus one forty at bet three sixty five. He's done. He's gone over that three straight and four out of the last five. And and the White Sox aren't exactly. Uh, you know, hitting the cover off the ball here. Right. So I think I think he should go over that pretty easily. <clears throat> what are your thoughts on that? Listen, I'm not I, I uh I am not as good of a handicapper of pitchers, etc. Uh as as you. I will say that. So when, when you're looking at 17 and a half outs, like you said, you're looking at over six innings or six innings right. of work. Six right? innings. Yep. You're 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 hoping to get six full innings of work. That's what you're betting on, basically. I mean, I think I think that we can get that. I th- I think that that makes makes a lot of sense uh, out of a guy like Freddie Peralta. That being said, I, I do you have any recency stats you can bring to the table here for me? Uh, like that's the one thing I always look at with pitchers is all is is always recency, right? Uh, I don't know. Do, yeah. do, do, do you guys let recency play into your bias at all, or do you kind of uh, look past it when you need to and squint the numbers? I did. I did look into that. Like I said, he's he's gone over that number, the last three games and the last four out of five. So so he's he's been a horse lately, and I I like him to continue to to be that way at least at least today against the the White Sox. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Beans, do you look at a lot of uh, props like this in the MLB? Are you a, are you a prop guy yourself? Yeah. So there was a time I was uh, I was really big on the uh, outs props until there was one day in particular. Um, I was really hot on these numbers for Kevin Gaussman to go. It wasn't even six innings. I think I needed five point one. Oh no! And it was one of the few times in my career that I've bet the house on it. And oh. he gave up. I think he gave up nine runs in one point two innings. And yeah, yeah you're toast. Man, that, that was a big one there. But no, I um talking about like recency bias and like bets that we like, player props that we like for baseball. I'm big on the one plus hit train. Oh, okay. Um, I I like um I you know studied finance. I'm big with the numbers. I like playing the statistics. Um, I look at it as an average game. Um, mm-hmm. so days when I'm sitting down and I really need to get the edge off and I want to find a nice play. Um, I'll just look through every single game, see who's been cold, uh, big names that have been cold over the past two, three games, um, see what their pitching matchups are looking like, and then throw them in usually like two, three. If I'm feeling it, if I found a good spot, four leg, a uh, little parlay, usually uh-huh. comes out to about like plus 200, plus 300 odds. And I, I've done pretty good with it because, like I said, it's just a numbers game for me. I play that recency bias that they've been pretty cold. So uh, maybe they won't be cold. Two, three games without a hit, big name, good average. The average says they'll get a hit. I love it. I love I love the idea of betting on their due. You know? It's like it's like it's almost like betting against the Ravens preseason. <laughs> I don't know, which by the way, I don't know if you saw, they've extended their streak now to twenty-four preseason wins. I'm just saying. That's like just bet the Ravens to win to like next preseason <laughs> game. Just like just bet them to win the next preseason game. They're they're on a twenty four game win streak. It's insane. They're pre it's, preseason juggernaut. Exactly, exactly. When when it matters the most. When it, <laughs> this is this is this is when when it, it truly matters the most, right? Well, okay. Uh, like, w- what other lines do we have for this morning? Uh, Beans, do you got you got some lines for us? Yeah, so I got a couple um, people I like today to 
clock in a hit if you're looking for any good odds or some good value to throw on there. Um, just, one of them most like over half a hit. Is it over? Half yeah, a hit? Is that one that plus is? over 0. 0.5. Um, this first one I'd even take for two hits. Um, and that's going to be Adley Rutschman. Um, good spot today against um, who the, I think Bryce Miller's throwing against them. Um, Rutschman, obviously, switch hitter, pretty powerful from both sides of the plate. Um, 0 for 8 over his last two games. Um, so really liking Rutschman to get a hit. And then completely following him in the lineup, Cedric Mullins. Um, same story there, 0 for 8. Um, does bat from the left side of the plate. Uh, he does have a righty pitcher matchup. Uh, but th- those are two spots I like for both of them to go for a hit today. Uh, especially considering how they performed over their last two games. Man, I, I love it. I love it. I love I love the betting on there too. Uh Egg, do you bet like that? <clears throat> Not really. I, I don't really bet on the offensive side. It's a clean slate every much. day. It's it's yeah, a clean mostly, slate every time. Clean slate. I'm mostly mostly betting the, the pitcher the pitcher props as opposed to the hitter props, but I like that mm-hmm. strategy. Um, I love Adley Rushman. He's on my fantasy team. So, you know, I hope he gets two hits today. <laughs> well, there we go. Well, listen, listen, this could, this could be a win for all if we got Adley Rushman here uh, to get a hit. I, I, I love that one. Hey, you got some more bets for us this morning? Yeah, I just want to throw in that, you know, being said that Rushman's got power from both sides of the plate. And we saw that in the home run derby. I thought that was so cool. When Spectacular. He hit, he, when he hit from the left side and then his bonus 30 seconds, he moved to the right side. And I think every swing, except for the first one, I think, were, were homers. That was so cool, man. So cool. Love what it. a stud. Love it. I mean, that's that's actual stud material right there, being uh, to swing both ways, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, and that's, have the balls to do it in the home run derby. Exactly. Speaking of balls, that's a uh, <laughs> that's, 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 that's a box drawn. Right. <laughs> Love it. Love it. All right. Uh, do, do y'all, y'all got any more bets before uh, I, I go into the uh, WNBA hell? Yeah, I got I got a couple here. I got uh, another. Good. This one's it'll be a small parlay. I got Yanni Chirinos um, over two and a half strikeouts for the for the Braves against the Mets. He uh, it's minus one seventy five, so it's super juiced. Uh, but he's he's hit this mark all three starts with that he's had with the Braves so far, and he's playing against the Mets, and the Mets are the Mets right now. Um, Mets, but Mets know the, how to met. <laughs> they the Mets are metting for sure. And to reduce the juice on that, I threw in uh, me and Bean's guy, Ranger Suarez, um, to get four plus strikeouts on the alt line right there. He's hit that 13 out of 16 starts this year. Um, and if you throw that in, it brings it down to minus 105. Oh, okay. So, so you're, we're, we're finally falling into some plus line territory there. It's, uh, yeah, well, it's, it's still minus, minus 105, but, you know, it, it reduces the juice a lot. Um, and you know, if Ranger doesn't get four strikeouts, then, you know, I still like to play, but he's, he, he, he should get there. I think his line is five and a half. Um, so, you know, we're, we're buying two strikeouts there on it and just, you know, it brings that one minus one seventy five down to minus one Oh five. Got it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I, uh, I've, man, I feel like I've been like totally, uh, uh, butt effed by baseball this year. In, 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 in so many ways, um, you know, Arches spoke about the uh, sawtooth pattern that we've kind of seen out of uh, finding value out of uh, the MLB. Have, have y'all thought that this is a different year for sports betting around the MLB at least? Base, baseball has been really tough this year, really yeah. tough. Uh, it, it's and Arch, Arch said the other day that it's his worst season in a long time. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe it's the rule change. I, I, I don't know, but I, I've had a, I, I've done better with player props recently, but the first, first couple months were, it, it was rough, a rough do time. You, do, do you think that it, it could be attributed to that? Do you think it could be attributed to AI? What's, what, what could be making these lines as tight as it is? You know, I've, I always have conversations with people at work. Um, Cause obviously not everybody is so tuned into the sports betting like we are. Right. Um, but I, I just like saying baseball is a hard sport to bet. Um, one of the reasons being, um, you know, it's not like I, I said earlier right now at this point in the season, every game is a playoff game. Um, but, you know, you could go out there and a team could be at the bottom of the rotation. They're just trying to get through the day. And it's so hard to try to find a value in a game like that. And I, I think like the way the books are going and the way the computers can look at these models and figure things out and how somebody like essentially 
grab a moment out of the future and understand and predict where yeah. a middle of the road pitcher is going to perform against a good lineup. And you just, it's so hard to find value now. It is. It's, it's becoming more and more difficult to, to seek out value. And that's, listen, that's why we have to have like the, the, uh, uh, the homies like, you know, Speedway Steve, we need to have our, our, our true sage, like, uh, you know, spreadsheet masters like that. And hell, God, I'm going to have to learn how to use a spreadsheet too. Just like this, this it's okay. It's okay. We're, we're, we're all going to have to learn how to use a spreadsheet if we're, if we're all going to get better at this. It's fine. It's fine. It can happen. It can happen. Well, uh, are you guys ready to go into WNBA hell? or? Beans, uh... you, you got any more plays? Yeah, um, touching, I, I had one more on the hits that I really liked. Um, one of my old guys, I actually saw his first career home run, predicted it on camera. Uh, Mickey Moniak uh, to get a hit today. Okay, uh, Mickey Moniak. Yeah, 0 for 11 over his last three games. However, batting 290. Um, good lefty versus righty matchup. Uh, like him to get a hit today. Um, him, Rushman, and Mullins together. Uh, brings you to plus 214, 210, depending on where you get your odds. Um, so that that is one that I'm playing today. And something I'd like, as a Phillies fan, getting to watch the game, Alec Bohm, due for a ribby. There we um, go. Le- leading the team, RBIs, uh, 0 for 7 over his last couple games. Um, I like the hit, but more importantly, if you want better value, like the RBI today. Man. Maybe man, we'll, is- we'll sprinkle on, sprinkle on Bohm hitting a dinger today, huh? He did put on 15 pounds of muscle. <laughs> is he, is, 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 is like we, we have a player gaining deep amounts of weight in season? It- no, that was the uh, big meme with uh, Phillies baseball. Um, Alec Bohm, he had one interview like coming out of spring training where he's just like, yeah, I put on uh, 15 pounds of muscle over uh, the winter. I and everybody's just like, what are you talking that. about? <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Well, I would, I would love to add an extra 15 pounds of just muscle to my body, but it, it turns out that whenever I add anything to my body, it's only ever not muscle. I don't know why. <laughs> Sorry. I, uh, for, the, for the visual folks, uh, I just swigged beer. Uh, well, let me let me get into quick WNBA hell real fast. I have I have uh, three picks today. There are, there are only three games with lines. Uh, so real quick, we got the New York Liberty at the Indiana Fever. We're taking the over one sixty five and a half. Uh, this is probably the most uh, omega level jinx there is, but uh, I'm over with betting Liberty uh, unders. I'm I'm done with betting Liberty unders. It's not happening, and my numbers finally tell me to bet a Liberty over. So I'm taking it, and this is probably bad for me, but we're taking it. Uh, I got the Atlanta Dream at the Las Vegas Aces under 175 and a half. I don't know if do, do y'all watch any WNBA? Have you seen any games? No, nah, I can't. I can't help you out here at all, Saxy. Okay, okay. Well, Complete then let me go. Let me, let, let me let me just go. Let me just speak to this blind spot and the fact that New York Liberty, who I spoke of on my previous bet, they are pretty much like. Them and the Las Vegas Aces are basically the top two teams. They are both like plus two fifty to win ish, like something around there. The uh, the championship, and then every other team is like plus eleven hundred. There's there's basically two juggernauts, and then you have everybody else. That's that's pretty much the way the WNBA is. And so right now, uh, looking at the Atlanta Dream at the Las Vegas Aces, here's the thing. Uh, we're taking the under 175 and a half. 175, that's a big number in WNBA. And as as much as it feels like the Atlanta Dream are not going to play defense, it feels like we may get one of those uh, show-ups today. And uh, the real crazy thing is looking at the fact that the Atlanta Dream were 16 and a half points underdogs to the Las Vegas Aces. That's one of those, like, I'm almost on principle betting the plus 16 and a half. Like mm-hmm. I'm like almost on principle. I'm betting the idea that the, the Atlanta dream are going to like stay in the same like league as, as the Las Vegas aces. They like that, that number blows my mind, but regardless, I think that they do so and they, they stick it close and that will make it be a little bit lower of a score under that 175 and a half. Uh, the, the, the final one that I'm looking at is Phoenix Mercury at Seattle Storm under 162 and a half. I, uh, I, I don't have a lot of necessarily like deep 
deep feelings about either of these two teams, but I will tell you that my numbers tell me to bet under 162.5, and whenever the numbers say to bet under a number like 162.5, and I, it, it, the numbers say it, I'm betting it. So those, those, those are my three like uh, WNBA go to hell bets. Like that's <laughs> it's it's really difficult to bet on the WNBA. Here's the thing: I've I've realized that the reason why the WNBA is so difficult to bet on is because everybody tries so hard all the time. Versus the, the NBA, you can't you can't take an NBA model and just like like just put it into the WNBA because it's it does not operate in the same way because people actually try. Yeah, and no one's no one's sitting for load management in the exactly. WNBA, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> there's no, there's no, there's no uh, LeBron sitting out on a back to back on the road. Like that's not it. Do, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Yeah, like Diane Taurasi's playing every game. Exactly, Diane Taurasi's <laughs> playing every game or coaching every game at this point. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, like Beans, do, do do you watch much NBA? Uh, are, are are you an NBA fan? Uh, you know, over the years, I kind of like faded away from watching NBA, you know, because really it's just the last 10 games of the season is what matters. NBA playoffs, though, I love sitting down and watching some of that. Um, Fan-wise, though, I'm, I'm more just like a basketball fan. You know, I, I, there's a few players that I like. Um, obviously, I got a little bit of a bias for the Sixers, but uh, you know, just, just a fan. Don't really watch much, but I like seeing that end of the season push. Got you got, you got a Joel Embiid future here still. Uh, I mean, I, he, he's there. I mean, I think the future is now. But um, I think they announced today that Harden isn't planning on uh, reporting to camp and he's not interested with the Sixers. And I, he, he was a pretty big piece for them, whether the fans think so or not. Uh, obviously, James Harden, a pretty big uh, piece to replace. So, Yeah, well, and, and uh, I mean, you know, for real, the strip clubs of Philadelphia will lose so much money. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 brutal it's brutal to imagine um you know the the children the lives that are will be affected by james harden leaving the city <laughs> you know <laughs> he's a pr- pretty big patron there <laughs> exactly he's 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 a repeat customer i'm pretty sure doesn't james harden have his uh jersey uh what's the word um like retired in in a strip club <laughs> does he i haven't heard that I, one i do remember reading that somewhere Listen, I'm just, I'm just, I, I, egg, I, I don't mean to be like informing you. I, I don't mean to be the news, like breaking headline, but like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that James Harden for real is, uh, is, is that guy that, <laughs> that like shows up uh, in a fur coat to the strip club and then d- doesn't realize what, what happens at that place. And then the fur coat is ruined. Like there's, <laughs> there's no fixing that. You can't fix that. You can't fix that. It's got human. It's got human fluid on it. No fixing. And glitter. And glitter. See, that's that's the real kicker. That's the real kicker. Alrighty. Well, homies, that's all we've got for you this morning. Y'all can follow us on the podcast on the on our Instagram page at backdoor.bets on our Twitter. Hey, guess what, Beans? That's your job, right? You're you're twittering. You're, you're tweeting, twittering. Backdoor <laughs> CN, baby. Um, I'll, I'll be off Sundays. Uh, this NFL season, so I'm looking forward to getting a lot of live tweeting up. Hell yeah. Well, we can't wait to see your live props there, but uh, we've got all kinds of small sneak peeks of the book club throughout the week on both those spots. You can watch us on Twitch live right now at Backdoor Bets, uh, and you can join the book club at everyonehateswins.com. Until next week, you stay classy. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be liable for damages related to its contents. Thank you.